0: What's up, everybody? This is Steve Zetro Souza from Exodus, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire.
1: All right, how's it going out there, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, back here again, and this time, along with the monstrous talented vocalist and Steve Zetro Souza. Uh, quite the honor, Zetro. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at the Mighty Exodus with the release of your latest studio album, uh, Persona non grata, which only just November 19th through Nuclear Blast Records. And first things first, I just want to commend you guys on getting this far into your storied career with the band over four decades of existence and all the well deserved recognition this new album. Has been getting so far, especially with that single that dropped. The beatings will continue until morale improves. I mean, could we expect anything less? Let's be real here. There's just plenty of amazing things to unravel about this eleventh album and what you guys are all about. But Zetro, I know you guys are gearing up to go tour here real soon, which is the most one of the most exciting things to see, to see happening again these days. I can't help but ask, how are you, and how's the anticipation feeling, man?
0: <laughs> well, we've been home for a year and a half. So, well, I mean, other than recording the record and writing the record, this is the longest I think I've ever gone without, like, touring or playing a show. We actually played at Psycho Vegas uh, last Sunday, not just the not last Sunday before, and that was the first concert we had played since probably March 11th. I think it was in uh, Brussels. Wow. In, uh, Belgium, second week of March of 2020. So, on top of being, getting to go out and play the new record for everybody i think just getting out and going out to play period is going to be uh, so much fun for us you know and and, and, yeah uh, the record is the highlight of it all
1: and uh with exodus you know you guys have been around like i said uh over 40 years 79 is the inception of the band and i know you joined a little bit later down the line in 86 and here's the thing you've been (laughs) at this for a long time zetro i mean whether it's with exodus or dublin death patrol acdz that uh tribute band or hatred or legacy you've done some extensive touring man you know whether it's playing at rockapalast or hellfest or Seventy Thousand tons vakin to name a few over the years you're talking about just playing at las vegas recently what is it about performing live that you love the most or maybe even miss the most do you have a newfound appreciation about it now I don't know if newfound I, I think now everybody's fucking sober on stage so that makes you know
0: <laughs> yeah. the, the memory goes a lot better you know but uh, I, I think just because and I've always said this man if I played in a band like Fleetwood Mac or Tom Petty I mean I love those bands but if you ever watch a live show of them now the crowd just doesn't rock at all they just kind of either sit there or stand and it's like the, the, the Old term, rock and roll means for you to, you know, the music to move you, and I yeah. think heavy metal has never lost that, uh, especially thrash metal. I mean, come on, our our, our crowds are the most uh, active of all genres of music. I mean, now you go to a hip-hop, go see Kanye West, and you see a moss pit. Where do you think <laughs> that started? yeah You know, you give the punks, you know, slam dancing thing, you can give the punks a little bit of credit there, but i'm sorry if you go to see kanye west my daughter was showing me videos when she went and saw kanye west and there was like three mosh pits there you know it's like you know the thank thank you thrash metal you know
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i actually know what the the videos you're talking about uh so my sister uh my younger sister she's a senior in high school and you know her friends you know that's it's like it's like the things that they see you know on social media and like oh my gosh look at this like this show going on like a hip-hop show just a hip-hop show pop show they have mosh pits and. And, yeah, like I said, like you said, thank you, Thrash Metal, for starting all that. And now here we are. And uh, something I want to do talk about is, is uh, you know, Zetra, I'm going to switch gears here. We're talking about the live experience, something that makes Exodus about who you guys are. Your guitarist, Gary Holt, went on to say something recently that Exodus and comics go hand in hand. And what I mean by that is this four-issue comic book anthology series That explores classic tracks from Exodus' catalog called uh, Tales of the Damned, which has your band team up with the publisher Incendium. Uh, Zetra, what more can you tell us about that? Because the fact that you now have a comic book series, which is also coinciding with the release of a new album, I'm assuming it adds to the excitement and the anticipation for you, right?
0: That and the the figurines with the little piano guy from the Temple of the Damned.
1: Organist, the organist, uh,
0: yeah. Right you get, I don't know, I guess, you know, like, you've kind of made it when they, you know, when they make a comic book series and make a fucking figurine after one of your, you know, album covers. I don't know, I love that kind of stuff. I'm the biggest pop culture guy, probably, more than anyone in the band. I i do <laughs> appearances at and stuff like that. I go to toy shows. My whole, I don't know if you've ever seen my YouTube channel, Zetro's Toxic Vault, I do, my whole set is full of old school toys and my house is decorated in, in horror and, and that sort of thing. So I, I, I mean, I love that kind of stuff. And when I see that the band is going down those um, avenues, it's so cool for me. For me, it's like, oh yeah. man, can I get like four of those? You know what I mean? Give me one. I, and then I'm going to, cause I'm going to go frame those comic books and, you know, and, and display those, you know, to me, that's, that's like when they, i think it was like 30 years ago they came out with those fucking rock trading cards yeah out of everything i've ever done musically especially up to that point uh, that i was just like enamored by that damn card i was like oh my god i have a fucking trading card with a hologram on the back i used to (laughs) collect ball cards and football cards and I mean, wow! One day, I you know, and I never made it in sports, and here I am. I got my own fucking trading card, you know. So, there's certain things in the business that you know that you see, you know, and a, a poster or something, or, or you know, or a tour poster that just looks cool. and You're like, "Fuck, man, that looks awesome!" And that's me on that thing. It's just kind of cool, you know. I, I'm still, I still appreciate all that kind of stuff. I really do.
1: Yeah. Do you still? You, I, I mean, when did you start collect? Uh, when you start to collect comic books, I mean, I'm assuming like in, in the teens, you know, when it was like, like the no. thing to do, you know, it's, I mean, I, 70, 73,
0: 72, 74, I got comic books that are like, I, I remember I, I used to, I used to read Shazam, which they made a movie a couple of years ago. Actually, yep. it wasn't that, you the know, Captain Marvel. I got one where he's standing on the world since 1974 on it. It was like the first comic of the, of the year. It's January issue. And I read, Werewolf by Night. I'm big horror, so i read a lot of uh, Frankenstein, Run Some Mud, uh, Tomb of Dracula, Swamp Thing, um, Man Thing, um, um, Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, uh, Morbius, he, he was kind of uh, a spin-off of Spider-Man, so I had my own that I, I, I liked. In fact, I used to read, um, they just came out with a movie, it's called uh, 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 Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, but it used to be called The Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, and it was the same, but of course, in today's world, they're never going to call something the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. You know, not Marvel anyway.
1: Oh man, you know, they so should! Was, and today, today's yeah. is actually the day that the movie dropped, I believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know it. I'm, I'm going to go see it. But I used to read that comic book, and it was called. But it was called. You go back in the '70s; it was called the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. But it's still the same character. So, right. So it was just one of those. But uh, um, um I, 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 I was always into comics, the horror ones especially though, because I just, I like or I used to read, if it's midnight, it's the witching hour, I actually read um, um, Tales from the Crypt, and I, I love those, that uh, Tomb of Darkness, you know, and, you know, I, I love those, so yeah, definitely a, a comic book guy.
1: I'll tell you this, Zetro, We're, I, I wish we could talk about this subject as long, as much as we want, I know you got an interview after this, but we'll save that for another time, hopefully when you're here in Dallas, because I would love to just discover... Uh, that even more about yourself, you know, because that, that really shows how much dedication you have to your craft and really feeds into your creativity on creating the music uh, real quick uh where can the fans uh, find your YouTube page? what is a YouTube handle and how can they uh can they buy something like this? Where can they buy tales you know tales of the damned?
0: I think you have to go to rebellion because that's our merchandise coming Rebellion Republic and then um uh, my show is on YouTube and just search for Zetro's Toxic Vault. And um, uh, you can, uh, just like I said, just go to YouTube and put, the minute you put Zetro in, it'll come up. And I've been doing it for a couple of years and I had tons of interviews with famous, not, not so famous Bay Area musicians who all have a story. And I talked to people that do different firemen, girl that made makes uh, soaps with monsters on them. I, I talked to
1: folks Awesome. movie.
0: It's just kind of fun. It's got a horror setting to it. I have a, uh, I have a, a co-host, and then uh, Mike. You know, I, where I've been doing it for a couple of years. I've interviewed everybody from, you know, Chuck, Billy, Eric Peterson, Lars, and Matt from Rancid, uh, Waddy from The Exploited. So I've had some good, you know, interviews. And then other people from the Bay Area, people that you wouldn't even think of. Mark Peterman from Blind Illusion, uh, Smaller, Perry, and Sean, and uh, Bill from Violence. So there's uh, Bobby Gustafson from Overkill and Violence. So... Uh, I got some cool, and whereas and I don't have to cut off. I keep some of these. I, I did an eight part with Craig Lissiro. Every every part is an hour, so it's like you could spend all day with Zetro and Craig Lissiro Le and learn the Craig Le Cicero story from Forbidden. So,
1: oh my goodness gracious! And the fact that you got you had Bobby on that show. I love Bobby Blitz. He's one of the my. I've interviewed him a couple of times. He's one of the <laughs> coolest people you could ever speak to. But that fact that you have something mm-hmm. like this, like uh, again, like I can't wait to dive into this even more at some point in the future. I'll definitely check that out after this interview. Um, so, yeah, uh, love to give this more coverage as far as that is concerned on, on this part of who you are. Tales of the Damned. Can't wait for that. It's it's really adds to the excitement. Now, uh, we talked about the excitement, right? About the comics. Now let's talk about the album, Persona Non Grata. We talked about everything except the album. Uh, drops November 19th on Nuclear Blast. Now, this is the follow-up to 2014's Blood In, Blood Out, which... It feels as if it was longer than a seven-year wait, and this is quite oh, the fuck. On. Yeah.
0: Follow up, hardly a follow up. There's been bands that have <laughs> broke up and got back. Together in that fucking amount of time. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I was like, man, this shouldn't take seven years in between records, but you know, our our main guy was you know playing with that other famous thrash band that you know that everybody knew about. So we could, he could the focus just couldn't be what it was. You know, um, to where, like, when we started writing and, and putting Persona together, there wasn't any Slayer in the mix, it was all about Exodus, so yeah, um, the focus was right there for us, and, and it was great, and so, you know, he's back in the band, you know, this is his band, and he's back here full-time, he doesn't have to split time with anybody, and so, um, you know, the, the recording and writing, and the whole focus was on on this whole thing, so uh, it is great, and, and that's why I think the record is so good you know the full, you know, the, um, the focus was completely on persona non grata you didn't have to worry about you know recording and then doing this track because he had to go out with Slayer for a couple of weeks or something you know he's back with this full time and I think it shows it
1: yeah and uh, I, I want to add to that because it was worth the wait you're talking about seven years you know and all that stuff happened in between and I had a chance to listen to this amazing album and here's the thing Zetra, you guys already have albums which have gone to be certified as, you know, staple records among millions of fans and musicians today. I mean, Bonded by Blood, for example, Pleasures of the Flesh. I'll even throw Tempo of the Damned in there. This is just another impressive addition to your catalog. And despite the lineup changes the band has had over the years, you guys have really honed in to your sound and to your identity of thrash and have stayed true to that over the years. I mean, I don't care who you are. Eleven records is not an easy thing to do. Being around for four decades is not an easy thing to do, but yet here you are. But knowing and being a part of that success that Exodus has been through, you know, walk me through this. You know, does writing get easier, or does the pressure of so many great records make it harder?
0: I don't think so. It's not like I'm trying. I, I I'm just trying to make it sound and be cool and be good. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to hurry it along or or try to take it like. Um, Um, oh, shit, you know, I just want to get this song done and out. I'm going to think, how how can I make this song the best song I'm doing yet? You know, and I look at it on everyone. The the ones I write, the ones that Gary writes, and I think everybody's mentality is the same way.
1: Yeah, and you know, songs like the title track and Slipping into Madness and Years of Death and Dying anti seed, which that might be my favorite song. I mean, riff after riff after riff. Every song on here is going to start, what do we talk about? A mosh pit, right? And I can't wait to see that in person when you guys actually do come here and tour and put these songs out on the stage. And I, I want to add something else to this because... <laughs> A big part of this record, to me, why it, it, it's so great is also the production. Because there was that natural evolution to your sound. It sounded powerful. It sounded just right. Not overproduced. You know, I heard everything. I'm an audiophile these days. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound, the way I want it to sound. As far as the production, I know you guys uh, uh, had went to drummer Tom Hunting's house in the mountains where you all gathered and recorded this album from three home-built studios. I'll even throw a shout-out to Steve Laguti. Who handled the engineering, while Andy Sneap from Backstage Studios. Briefly talk about them and this whole process. I'm sure there was that sense of comfortability in the studio for you, Zetro, knowing you had this team working on Persona non grata, right?
0: Well, I mean, we've worked with Andy since forever, you know what I mean? So we know what we get from him. And and you know what's great? You know what's funny is you guys got to give Gary Holt all of the credit because he's sitting in there through everybody's tracking, everybody's, not just him. Wow and his <laughs> word is the final word on it even on the vocal so, so he'll listen to it and go uh go back into the like even on this record man uh, after i was like we were done two months and then uh, like two months later he called me out he goes hey let's listen in the record i go yeah he goes what do you think going back in and doing this part again and i want <laughs> you to do this I'm like the first guy, and I go, you know, fuck you, man, we're done. done. (laughs) I'm like, cool, when do you want me to do it? And it's just like, okay, I'll go in there. If we don't like it, we just tried it and we did it. But if it came out killer and we did it, at least we had that much time to put the thought into it. So as much as you, Andy's very good at making it sound good. I mean, come on. Listen to the priest records. Listen to Saxon. Listen to Testament. Every anything. Listen to Accept, anything he fucking touches. He makes it sound killer, you know.
1: So yeah, I, I just
0: think, and 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 Steve was a you know you know a good man in the studio. He really knew what to go for, and and working with him, everybody works together. But again, everybody's got to give um um Gary. Gary's the man. I mean, Gary's the, the final say on whatever Steve or Andy's doing. Because Andy's going to send the file to Steve and go, and go, you know, or, or Andy's going to send the file to, Ed, to, to Gary and go, okay, well, how do you think this sounds? Okay, well, you know what? Turn that up a little bit. No, Zetro's too loud. Turn him down a little bit there. No, bring the leader And the, the final say, I mean, even though, though Andy's the professor, you know, Gary's the conductor, basically. He's the one that's got the final say on what, what everybody thinks, you know, so...
1: Yeah, and it's, we're it's not
0: lucky to have that. We're honestly very lucky to have that.
1: Yes, uh, I feel like, Except you know...
0: Get, guys, well, I think it should sound like this, or first, I think it should sound like this, Well, I think it should sound like this, we're like, no, you know, if he listens to it, and between those two minds, they got it going on. Yeah. So, and then Andy will call me and go, okay, Zetro, can you do this on this part, you know, and do this What Just do it like that. <laughs> and I'm like, And I was like, we'll call Gary up and go... So Gary, Andy called me, wanted me to do this. Said, oh, yeah. So I just went Ned, and he called me and said, do this. And, um, you know, like, I, I remember one of the tracks, he was, I couldn't, I tried to email me. I'm like, what the fuck? Just FaceTime. <laughs> like, he's in a studio. I'm like, what do you want me to do? And he's all, just do one of your Zetro fucking screen things. Well, that's what I need. But to make it, give it this sound to it. I'm like. Oh, okay. Well I can't get no understand that off an email, Andy. Just fucking so we're like we're sitting there on FaceTime. It's like I think it was like eleven o'clock in the morning and it's like eight o'clock at night in England, you know, so it's yeah. one of those types of things. But he was looking at other <laughs> stuff on the record it was something I went back and did, you know, so so and 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 everybody's as long as you can be open to that, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, good God. Uh, uh that that's pretty amazing. And especially something having someone like Gary Holt, some of them, uh, at, at least from what you're telling me, sounds like a jack-of-all-trades type of person in your band. And I, I mean, I think every band sh- should have someone like that. Metal.
0: Think about it. He invented thrash metal. If you think about it, I was there in the beginning. I know who played it first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With, uh, respect accolades or not, Exodus was one of the first ones, if not the first ones, to do it. You know what I mean? Metallica moved up from L.A. once they saw what Exodus was doing. You know, remember that guitar player that they hired? Remember what band they got him from? Yep. You know what I mean?
1: So yeah.
0: They knew, everybody knew what Exodus was doing, and I think that um, he has always been the real deal. I think, honestly, maybe he's finally going to get his just-deserved, because this record, the compositions on this record, and you've heard it, you know. They're fucking
1: I was up all life. night listening to this album. Like I could not believe it. Like there's, there have been so many great records this year. It's, it's hard to pull me away from certain uh, bands that I really love. You know, and and this Exodus, like growing up with this band that I have. You know, I mean, obviously I was, I was around in the seventies, but like in the nineties when I first was exposed to you guys, it blew me away. And it feels like I'm in that same mindset when I heard this album, and uh, I can't really explain it.
0: I think that's why the record is what it is, because we're in that fucking mindset still. You yeah, know, I keep telling everybody, we went from angst young children to cantankerous old man and didn't fucking <laughs> miss a
1: beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think you summed that up pretty perfectly. I'm going to use that as a sound bit, definitely. Uh, Zetro, man, um, you know, from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in, which we have discussed about here whether it's you know being in a band that's been through the success like you have performing for as long as you have and the people and even the fans you have met and worked with during these records and worldwide tours and your band you know the name exodus i don't mean to repeat myself it's a household name these days you guys are considered a stepping stone in heavy metal history Uh, i can't help but think you know what is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career at the same time has been involved with so many other different aforementioned talented bands, artists, individuals throughout that timeline. Do you ever just stop for a moment to take a look back at how far you've come?
0: I I think I'm always aware of how far I've come, and that's what keeps me hungry. Because I don't, I don't look at it like, well, wow, I've already done this, so I'm good, so I can relax now, and I'm going to give you four good songs out of ten. The other six will be cool, but not like fucking a, a twelve that are just going to melt your fat fucking face off. You know what I mean? It's just not, <laughs> and that's the that's what, the angle. I'm trying to look. I'm trying every show to be better, every record to be better, every song to be better. I'm not. I'm not satisfied yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't. I, I think I haven't. I'm not. I'm not finished by any means yet. I still got a lot to go. so the only way to keep that is to keep the mentality that I still got better to be and I still have better
1: to go. So And that serves as an inspiration. Yeah, that serves as an inspiration. You told me at the beginning before the interview started to keep this thing going and uh, that, that really feeds into um, at, at least myself as well. and I, I'm glad thank you for sharing all that. It was, that was great stuff you just said right there. Zetra, yep. um, we're running yep. out of time here, but man, this has been an honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for taking the time to do this. Do you do you have any Got last it, words? Man. No, man. Uh, do you have any last words, just any shout-outs, anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as uh, Persona Non Grata before we finish things off here? I don't know if a new music yeah, video no. coming out soon. I know you have the Bass Strikes, uh, Strikes Back tour coming up. The floor is yours.
0: <laughs> if uh, if you don't know, November 19th, our first record in seven years on Nuclear Blast, Persona Non Grata. It drops uh, Catch the bass. Strikes Back Tour. It's 31 shows across the United States. Check out which state's closer to you and just stay true and stay metal. I know I will.
1: Yeah, and uh, Zetro, here's to meeting you in person in a month, man. Can't wait to see you here in October. Uh, have a safe tour, man. Uh, be safe out there before you guys get well, here. Um, and, and I can't wait for people to hear it. It's It's definitely one of the heavy hitters of the entire year and uh thank you everyone who's listening this is no thank you man i wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you everyone who's listening this is the legendary yes legendary zetro from exodus persona non grata like he said november 19 nuclear Blast records check us out on interview on fire.com you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams zetro again i'll talk to you again uh here in dallas and uh i'll talk to you next time buddy be safe i'll
0: see you next time thanks once again
1: all right bye-bye
0: Another that has got you feeling down To come up with a cure and demand that you try it I hear it's a talk of the town A little PMA to prep our spray To put a little joy right in your game Bring it cheer and riot here All you gotta do is obey it fire, take the beating to smile And then blush your names off the list Welcome to the fold, with a chokehold Breach to the flock with a fist Thirty days till dawn, at the end of all the content Great guys play.